What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Clap Bomb Podcast. This is episode four, recording on March 7th. So uh, got a lot to talk about this week, a lot to talk about. Uh, as, as we're probably going to do for a couple more episodes here, we're just going to thank our guests from last week, Mario and Colin. Uh, the episode did fantastic. Uh, just every, everything's been fantastic. Just I, We're coming up on a month of doing this now, yeah. and uh, it's been just very, very well received. So uh, I don't know, Nathan, if you have anything you want to say. Um, but yeah, go ahead if you want. Um, no, I was just going to say it's, it's, it's awesome to see. I mean, uh, it's just crazy. Like I, I'm, we're just talking about hockey for the most part. So, and editing. So, I mean, it's nothing, you know, I, it's, it's, it's just awesome to see, but no, I'm really thankful. That's all I can really say right now. But, but yeah, no, I'm extremely grateful for you guys. Yep. Just two guys screwing around and sometimes we'll invite our friends on here and screw around with them too. But, uh, so like I said, we have a lot to talk about this week. Uh, and unfortunately, the thing we're going to start off with, probably the most important thing, mm-hmm. uh, Walter Gretzky passed away. Uh, just very sad. Uh, well, I, I, all I've heard all week are just amazing stories about this guy. I've, I've heard stories about him before, but um, being an American, I don't know that much about him. Uh, I, don't, I don't know about you, Nathan, if you've ever um, you know, met him or if you know anybody that has or has a story about him. Uh, but I would just figure, you know, you being in Canada, you might yeah. know a bit more about him if you want to say anything. About him. I mean, honestly, I, I don't, uh, to be quite honest, I just from even before he had passed, I think everything I'd heard about him is just good things, um, especially now, like, you know, all the stories that are people are sharing and stuff like that are very, uh, very touching and very, you just know, he was a nice man. He was a really good guy. Um, great father, great everything. As if you guys watched Gretzky's um, uh, speech at uh, his funeral, uh, that was very touching as well. Like you just said, all good things. You know, I think I think to to Wayne, he was more than a father. Like you know, he was he looked up to him just so much, and um, you know, it's very sad. And uh, obviously, our thoughts and prayers are with the family. So, uh, yeah, I'm just just a guy that would only stop to sign autographs you know he was mm-hmm. uh wayne gretzky was telling stories at the funeral uh, about how you know he made his his dad made him sign a bunch of golf balls and yeah. uh, for kids and uh mm. how he uh missed this how walter missed the birth of their uh their son brent gretzky because he was at a tournament for wayne oh, and really? uh and he was like and their their neighbor was like, I can't believe you missed your son's birth. And then he was like, But we got the trophy. So yeah. like that's just it was you just seemed like an awesome guy. And uh, you know, I, yeah. I thought it was kind of I mean, obviously, like a big name like that, uh, it's gonna get coverage. And I don't know, like I'm obviously like if the Gretzkys didn't want the funeral to be televised, they wouldn't have let yeah. it be. Obviously. I just I, I don't know. I just I was like, I'm like, I don't know if this is something that should be televised. Like, I, don't I, know. I know I, I was a little surprised, but I mean, it was awesome to hear Wayne Wayne talk. Right. So. Yeah, it was, it was just sad. You know, he, he held it together until the very end there and uh, just a very sad event. Um, so, you know, wishing the Gretzky family well, uh, but he'll never be forgotten. Such a great yeah. guy. And uh not, not a great way to transition out of that. Um, honestly, probably some, some, some more sad news here, but it's a little bit happy too. Uh, Brent Seabrook has retired at the age of 35 after mm-hmm. 15 seasons in the NHL, all of them with the Chicago Blackhawks. He ends his career with 103 goals, 361 assists, 464 points in 1,114 games played. Uh, 2003 first round pick by the Blackhawks, 14th overall. 
And he also had 20 goals, 39 assists, 59 points in 123 playoff games. He was very active in the playoffs. And the only time he didn't get a point in the playoffs was the 2016-17 Nashville series where the Hawks got swept. So uh, just phenomenal player. Obviously, towards the end there, he didn't – you know, I mean, you get, you, get, you get older and you slow down, but it was just his contract was getting really bad. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure what the cap recapture is going to be for the yeah, Hawks. Yeah, I don't really know. Uh, either, yeah. But I think in the long run, this is uh, probably the best for him. You know, just injuries have been slowing him down. And, you know, he did try to come back. He said he felt great uh, around like the playoffs uh, during the bubble. But he tried to skate during Christmas of 2020 and he just couldn't move and he just knew that it was pretty much over and yeah. it's unfortunate, but uh, you know, he could be a hall of famer. I've seen, I've seen rumors. Well, not rumors, but like conversations of like retiring his number. I'm like, uh, I, don't yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It, but, it's tough when Chicago, like there's so right, many, like, right. you know what I mean? You guys have some unbelievable players that have gone through that organization, but I mean, no, for sure. He was one hell of a player. Very important for you guys over the course of like what the last, like, 17 years here roughly like you know 16 yeah. 17 years and yeah um no yeah him a menace in the playoffs from what mm-hmm. i i had seen and watched so uh no but uh i'm i mean he had a lo- great career it just sucks that i had to you know end because mostly because of injuries and stuff like that so right uh, absolute leader he had the a on his chest through i don't know at least like uh, 13 of those 15 years something like that he yeah an absolute uh beauty in the locker room for what i've heard on uh spitting chicklets i've heard keith talk about him kane talk about yeah. him to bring it they all love him even doc uh, actually because doc posted something yeah. the other day on uh, instagram and mm-hmm. about how he was just like a role model for him and stuff like that and now that, and that's kind of like you know it hits you in your feels because you're kind of like yeah. wow like this guy like he did doc only played how many games with him and you know he made a big impact on him right um but uh but yeah no it's crazy yeah doc actually lived with him Oh yeah, that's yeah. that we live with. Oh, that makes mm-hmm. more sense. Cause because yeah. I wasn't sure if it was if it was Seabrook or someone else, but no, but that's still mm-hmm. crazy. Like that's that's nuts. Like yeah. Yeah, he had a great relationship with Seabrook's kids. Uh oh, they yeah. honored Seabrook at the United Center. Kind of sucked because you know, no, no fans. Fan. Yeah. Uh hopefully they bring him back at some point when you know things are back to normal. Uh it was it was weird seeing Seabrook get that emotional uh during an interview. He started talking yeah. about his dad and then he got emotional. I was like, oh man, like this guy is just you know, he's a softy when it comes, you know, yeah. it's all, well, you know, he wants to play. I'm sure he wanted right. to be playing. So, you know, so it's unfortunate, but a uh, super nice guy. I, I made a video of him this week and he, you know, he looked at it. So that was kind of cool, you know, and uh, you know, just, you know, best of luck to him in retirement yeah. and best of luck to his family. Uh, so next topic we got here. Uh, I think the senators are officially coach killers. Uh, whether they win or lose, yeah, apparently. right, right, yeah, apparently, because it seems like whether they can they win or lose the game, they're still <laughs> they're still getting coaches fired. Um, Unbelievable. I don't know. Um, I so yeah, we beat uh, the Flames. Uh, I don't even know what the score was six one or something like 6-1 that. Six one, awesome. Yeah, six yeah. one or something like that, which was a really bad game for like the entire Flames team. But um, I for sure thought Ward was going to get fired after that game, the the Flames coach, and he didn't um but when they when they fired when they fired him the other night after we after they beat us uh i wasn't too surprised only because i feel i feel like they wanted a replacement right away they didn't want to fire ward and then have no one to replace him so i think they were probably just look like shopping around and um 
Sutter, who, you know, he, he coached them back it from Oh two to Oh six. Uh, I'm sure they, they have good connections with him and probably like them from that time. So no, but it's funny. I, I just, I feel like every, every, no matter what we do, we just get someone fired. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. it was, it's been a, it's been a weird week and uh, the flames, it's just, I don't know what was going on with them. They were falling around during warmups. They were hitting oh, yeah, each yeah, other yeah. in the face during warmups with pucks. Like it was just bad. And then, you know, they beat the centers and so, somehow, and then uh, Jeff Ward gets fired. That was the game regardless. after though. That, oh, the, okay. Game, okay. They, the game where they were flopping around and just, just toe picking and everything. If you guys haven't seen that, just go, you could probably look it up. It's on like so CSN's Instagram. They, I don't even know what happened. Monahan got hit in the face. Yeah, uh, Lucic hit some. I don't know something. I don't know. It was it was a shit show. But um, no, if you guys haven't seen that, go look it up. But yeah, no, that that game we beat them six one. But it was the following game. There was okay. no there was no warm up mishaps and and they beat us. But um, yeah, no. So I, I was surprised to see Daryl Sutter uh, replacing out of all coaches available. You know, Gallant's out there. Yeah, uh, true, true. But you know, he he led Calgary to a. 2004 Stanley Cup appearance. You know they lost there, which you know Calgary fans, you know, you know PTSD. But uh, you know he he won two cups with LA, and you know honestly, I'm I'm excited to see what they can do. I hope you know Calgary can make a real playoff run because you know I do like Calgary. I like a lot of players on there. I love Matthew Kachuk. I love seeing playoff Matthew Kachuk. So you know, hopefully they're. I think they're out of the playoffs right now. I think they're fifth in the division. So unless that's changed, I might be fourth now, but, um, you know, we'll see what happens with Calgary. So, yeah, well, I know, uh, I know a good friend of the pod, uh, Jewel NHL or SAP people know him as SAP. Uh, I know he liked the, like the firing. Um, yeah. he, he loved the win against us. And then after I messaged him and he's like, he's like, wait, what? Our coach got fired too, even better. So he was, he was happy. It was a double win that night, I guess for him. Um, but he, he was saying about how it was funny. Like, uh, Ward was doing like the inter- the interview at post game, like yeah, mm-hmm. we got to get ready for the next one and blah blah blah, and then he gets fired after the interview. So, uh, no, but yeah, no, for sure, uh, for Flames fans, for most of them anyway, I think they like this change. So, yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens with Calgary. Uh, we mentioned the Senators multiple times through that. The Senators, they have looked great. Um, I would say they've looked they look good. Fair. They look fair. Good. Yeah, yeah. Good, you know, I, I don't think they're doing extremely well but they did win like i think four out of six games or four out of five or whatever it was in a, in a, in a time span there but um no sorry i keep cutting you off man go ahead you're, you're good I, I was gonna i was gonna say they look great uh or look better uh derek stefan is out for the season not a huge loss for them i wouldn't uh, say just a, no. a leadership thing like you know yeah it sucks he was running a it right. was it was weird though because i was watching the game and he just kind of went for a puck and his shoulder just kind of, it looks like it just tensed up mm-hmm. and I forget what the actual injury is, but it's some really brutal shoulder injury. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what it is, but he did something in it. And if you, you watch, there's a clip of it somewhere, but if you watch the clip, he literally didn't get hit by anyone. Didn't touch the puck. Didn't he just, he, he literally, it just looked like he froze in place in his like arm separator, shoulder separator or something. Um, again, it's, it, it sucks because we traded for him. Like we traded a second rounder. Uh, so, you know, we basically, I don't want to say we gave away the second rounder, but you know, it, it, it we cut, we basically did, you know, a second rounder for right. Stepan who played, I don't know what, 15, 20 games. And, you know, he's not here anymore. 
Um, but you know, that's, again, that's with step on out, you know, now I'm thinking, you know, maybe Logan Brown gets called yeah. up, get some time. I'm hoping, I, I mean, I don't want to touch on Belleville too much, but Belleville is like, Oh, and four, Oh, and five. They're brutal. The, the center's affiliate for anyone that doesn't know, uh, they're horrible. Um, but no, I'm hoping that with step on gone, they'll bring some, another young guy up. So hopefully Logan Brown, even slot him on the third or fourth line, whatever. I don't really care. Um, but to move on from the whole Derek step on thing, Matt, do you want to, do you want to ask this question? Uh, okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, we have it here in the notes. Should Tim Stutzla be a Calder finalist? He has, now the Senators do play tonight. Uh, so these, these stats might change. Yeah. Um, but as of right now, he has five goals, nine assists, 14 points in 23 games. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he should be a winner. I, I think he should be in the top three. He's looked great. See, it's funny because like when I was reading this earlier, um, I was like, kind of surprised you threw it in because if you're asking me, I think he's top five. I don't think he's one of the finalists. I don't really, I don't, I know he's, I know they, I'm sure they take into account his age and how much experience he has and all that. Maybe they don't. I don't know. Sometimes the Calder trophy is a little weird for me. I don't know. Again, Kaprizov is just absolutely tearing it up like i think yeah. right now he's oh, like yeah the winner like right now anyway he there's no i think it's, i think it's close with him and lincoln in it because lincoln is doing god's see, work I, right again now. i haven't really been paying too much attention i'm sure he's, a, he's he a rookie goalie putting up these amazing numbers i i mean well we'll, we'll talk about today later yeah but, um but so are you saying that so you're saying that you would have Kaprizov, Stutzel, and Lankinen in the top three is that like your yep, top three? That, really? that's my top three that's my top three. really okay mm-hmm. I don't think I'd have Stutzel in the top three. I don't know okay. about Lankinen. I'm not going to, I don't want to say yes or no, because I honestly don't even know his stats, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like I know he's been playing great, but I know Capra's off for sure. He's in there. He's the, mm-hmm. he's the front runner right now. I would actually put Norris in over Stutzel. Um, not just because he has more points, but I think Norris has just been, I don't know. I just feel like he's been a little better. I, I again, Stutzel super young, right? I think Norris is only a year or two older than him, but um, no, I, I don't think if you're asking me if you should be a finalist, my my answer is no, and that's coming from me, a sense fan. So oh. I, so that's just my opinion on it. Oh. But you probably know better than I do. I mean, I don't watch the sense religiously, yeah. so you probably you probably better insight. Just on the outside, seeing what I see, I just think this kid's doing you know wonders. Uh, oh, oh he's great don't get me wrong he's fantastic but you know right. you can still see the little like the immaturity in his game um gotcha. you know but every now and then it'll take a bad penalty or a bad giveaway but you know it's gonna happen but again i i just don't think i have to say top five right now but uh not top three no okay yeah i agree with you about kaprizov he uh he leads rookies in points right now uh six goals 13 assists 19 points in 22 games uh yeah He's, he's disgusting. I, I yeah. love watching him. He is gross. Uh, speaking of rookies, also, uh, Alexi Lafreniere just had a you know brutal start to the season. Uh, just, you know, uh, everyone had him. From what, I, from what I had seen heading into the season, they had him as the colder winner far and above. And I, I did too. I just figured he was going to light it up, kind of like what we saw with Matthews. Mm-hmm. I just figured it was yeah. going to be that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, just had a, a tough start. But uh, New York played 
uh, yesterday. I think they I think they play again tonight, if I'm not mistaken, too. Yeah, they play against Pittsburgh tonight. Yeah. So, uh, again, these stats could change. Um, but in his last six games played, uh, Lafreniere has two goals, three assists, five points. And that's the thing I keep seeing on Twitter is because uh, now that the Rangers have had the uh, – they let their fans back in the building. Yep. So people are saying – my friend is a, a point of game player at MSG with, with fans in the building. I'm just like, okay, let's relax a little bit. But <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, he's, I mean, I, I don't know if heating up's the right term, but I mean, he's just, he looks like he's getting more comfortable and I, he doesn't, he doesn't win Calder. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I, I don't think, I don't think he, unless he goes an absolute terror. Yeah, exactly. I, don't, I don't see him getting into the finalists, like the top three. Mm. Um, I feel like it's just, it's kind of a little, too late now but no he's been great the last while you know he's made some nice plays even i watched a couple of the the rangers games and even watching him just you know make plays i'm not even getting points just making plays he feels he looks a little more comfortable i mean the last few games he's been playing the devils so yeah yeah i mean take take that as you will but uh no either way he's been he's been looking pretty good so um give all credit to him i'm sure he's getting more comfortable as the season goes on so yeah. yeah, had an absolute snipe a couple games ago against the Devils. Yeah. Granted, oh, it was yeah. the sixth goal of the game. Yeah, it was the last goal, oh, six to one game. It's but it was it's still a, a great goal. goal. So. Uh, but yeah, uh, moving on, the Blackhawks finally debuted their reverse retro jersey. Big fan over here. Uh, and Patrick Kane. I like him. I like him. Patrick Kane scored his 400th goal while wearing that jersey. He is the hundredth NHL player to do so, and the fourth Blackhawk to do so. Uh, just it was it was a I, I just when he crossed the blue line I knew he was gonna score I just knew it I saw him like there is something happening here but the way he did it I was like oh my god like it was just it was <laughs> yeah. uh I mean kind of like I'll go ahead I was gonna say I think the group chat one of my group chats I was in just went off it was yeah. just uh Mario was just like screaming yeah. <laughs> I think you yeah know, I was like, gonna I was gonna talk about Mario a- anyone who were was is a Hawks fan or a Kane fan would have been like just absolutely like yeah so pumped about that goal. I mean it was a gross goal and 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 to do it wearing the reverse retros I was and hoping. it for be and it for his it, his goal to be his four hundredth of his yep. career that's unreal. So yeah I was praying I was like because they played a game I think it was against Columbus the night prior and I'm like you know what Kane Kane sitting at three ninety nine do not score tonight. Just don't score, Kane. Yeah. And what we're gonna do? You're gonna maybe play he it. planned it. Maybe he knew. Maybe, he, could, maybe. he probably could have scored. He just like nah. Just... It was like the fifth goal of the game too. So like it, it wasn't even really like significant goal, but no. Uh, but it was it was gross. And yeah, the first thing I did, I I well I freaked out. Like that was the yeah. loudest I've screamed at a goal oh in a while. God. Yeah. Uh, like I was I was really pumped. And then uh, the first thing I did was. I, I texted Mario because what's candy cane edits, as you guys know. And yeah. I texted him and I, and I, cause you know, he, he mentioned that he could probably tell you any cane goal and I, I, I can kind of be the same way, not even close to his level, but I can kind of do it. And I just said to him, like, this reminds me of Kane's goal against St. Louis from 2018, 2019. And he's like, yeah, man. Yeah. And it was just, it was an absolutely uh, disgusting goal. Um, so, and I want to bring up the question. So Patrick Kane, they played a game today. The Blackhawks played a game today. It was Kane's 999th game. I haven't heard a word about it. No one's saying Kane's coming up in 1,000 games. Yeah, no I don't understand. It. I just don't like Sidney Crosby. Sidney Crosby just, you know, recently hit 1,000 games. No one was talking about it until it happened. So I don't know what's going on with that because usually in years prior, I would hear like 
at the beginning of the season, like the guy could be like 25 games away, but they'll mention the season opener, like, and this guy's like a 25 games away from that. I didn't hear anything about it. No, I didn't either. So I can't wait um, for the highlight package to come out though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Kane playing his 999 game today. He got a point today, so he just keep he keeps doing his thing. But the Blackhawks, on the other hand, three goal lead in this game, three nothing against Tampa Bay Lightning today. Blew the lead. Three goal lead? They oh, had a three brutal. goal. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I oh, turned this was the first time I turned Who's off the Hawks game. Who's in that? Lankinen. Oh, so Suban just came off this fantastic game yeah. the other night. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, but so, um, and again, Lankinen can't do it all. He's already been fantastic, but um, and, and not saying this game was anything having to do with Lankinen. In fact, it was pretty much the opposite. Uh, I'll talk about it really quick before we get back to Kane, but three nothing lead. This is the first time I turned off a Hawks game in a while. Uh, I turned it off in the, in the second period and three goal lead. Yeah. <laughs> three goal, three goal lead. The Blackhawks choked that lead basically all on while trying to kill power plays. Cause they were so undisciplined in this game. Connor Murphy, who Patrick Sharp thinks is going to get a suspension takes uh, now. So he gets a, he gets a match penalty. He ran into uh, Eric Chernak behind the net and it was like a, you know, a legal hit. So, there. but it wasn't like Tom Wilson bad, right? Well, apparently it was because oh. Mario and I were talking about because Mario was watching the game, and he's like, "How is M- Wilson's penalty not a major?" Because we'll talk about Wilson later. Yeah. He's like, how is Wilson's penalty not a major, but Murphy's is? Because Murphy, so apparently he left his feet a little bit, but his back was to him, like he, it was his back went into Chernak. Oh, so Murphy's back, he was facing the opposite direction. Like mm-hmm. he was okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. And I, I looked at him. And I'm like, what is he getting a match penalty for? Yeah. So, and Patrick, Patrick Sharp was filling in today for Eddie Olchuk because he's doing a national game. So I was good to see Sharpie back in the booth. And he was saying, yeah, that's probably going to result in a meeting with the NHL. I'm like, dude, I nowadays, I don't even know, man. It, it the consistency with the suspensions and how long they're, you know, there was I, but people don't even know. Like, it's the same, you know, when we had that whole problem with the goaltender interference. Right. I feel like it's the same sort of thing now with the suspensions. The only reason I say this, and I don't want to get too sidetracked, but the only reason I say this is because you can go on Twitter or Instagram or any social media and you have people on the Wilson hit. We'll get to it later, but on the Wilson hit, brutal hit, in my opinion. But there are people like, oh, that's clean. You know, like, like I, people are like, oh, his head hit the glass. So, it's not from the head. It's from the glass. Like, dude. No. I, okay. Like, again, people are so unsure of what it's going to be. Some people are like, yeah, that's a dirty hit, but it's only a game. Other people are like, oh, that'll get like 25 games or the whole season. Other people are like, nah, that, I mean, I mean, there's not a lot of people, but there's some people that are like, no, that's a clean hit. But again, it's just so, it, it shouldn't be so lopsided on like on one or the other side. Like it should just be. Right we know what the penalty is or we know what, what it should be like, what the penalty should be and how long the suspension should be. You know, it should be a guessing game of will it be a suspension or will it not, you know, like there needs to be a fine like outline of what, what's a suspendable hit. So. Yeah. Sorry, just my little rant. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you're good. Um, So, yeah, I mean, this is something the Blackhawks, the Blackhawks lost this game six to three today. Uh, this is something that the Blackhawks have been doing for the last two, two and a half years now. I'm, I'm not kidding you. When they, it's not, not just about blowing 
actually, I think the, I think the leads that they've been blowing this year have been worse than it's ever been. Like they've been blowing big leads and, and multiple leads, yeah. but what the Hawks have been doing for the last two and a half years, I would say probably at least every other game doesn't matter when in the game. It just, this happens at least every other game, the Hawks will score a goal and they'll give up, up one within usually a minute. Every, every other game it happens. I don't know what it is. And today they did, they gave up two goals in 23 seconds after scoring one. And that was just it. And then they got the major penalty. I don't actually think the lightning scored on it though, because Hedman got a tripping penalty with like two fifteen left in the penalty uh, the major penalties. So at that point, the lightning hadn't scored, but they ended up getting a power play goal at some point. Um, but anyway, it's just a really stupid game. Hawks should not have lost that game. You know, Matias Janmark had a baseball goal today. He hit it out of midair, kind of like yeah. what Kubalik did last year with Taze. Uh, Kersh have had a nice goal. So just, yeah, I, I turned off that game because I was like, what the hell are you guys actually doing? I, I was so mad. But anyway, that's all I want. I don't want to talk about the game anymore, but we'll yeah. see what happens with Murphy. Uh, but I want to go back to Patrick Kane. So he got a point today, and that brings his totals heading into 1,000 games. His next game will be his 1,000th. He's sitting at 400 goals, 660 assists, and 1,060 points in 1,000 games, basically. Is he the greatest Blackhawk of all time? I'm going to say yes. Okay. I'm going to go a step further. I'm going to say he's the greatest American-born player of all time. Because the reason I say that is, listen, I never got to watch Medano. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest. You know, that's before my time. I've never mm-hmm. watched Medano, but from the highlights I've watched Medano, again, again, it's not the same. I, I know it's not the same. I'm sure people will disagree with me, but I just think from what Kane has done for the Hawks franchise, like him and Taves, Taves included, but just Kane on his own, like this guy has, he's just unreal. I, I, I don't even know how to explain what he's done. He is unbelievable. And ever since even probably his London days, you knew this guy was going to be a stud. Right. And, you know, there was talks of, oh, is he too small to make the NHL? And this, again, it's just crazy. I think he's, yeah, he's the greatest American-born player of all time. That, no chance. Uh, Medano, I'm sorry, like Medano to me is just second now. Again, yeah, I agree. Maybe, maybe Matthews eventually will yeah. surpass Kane. I could see it. But mm-hmm. as of right now, if like if Kane were to retire even right now, I'm telling you, I think it's Kane. I, I, that's just my opinion, but. Um, yeah, so I do think he's the greatest Blackhawk of all time, but I think he's the greatest American-born player of all time as well. So um, not to discredit any any of the Blackhawks, like the any of the great Blackhawks that have played, uh, but no, I think Kane is just above and beyond. So Yeah, I absolutely agree. I, they, uh, I think NHL and NBC post on Facebook something like, you know, is he the, the greatest Blackhawk? And I commented, I think he has been. I think he has been. Yeah. For like, I would say yeah. since the 15, 16. Who would you say second then? Like Makita or something? Oh, for Black, oh, the greatest Blackhawk, probably Makita. Yeah. Um, you could argue like Bobby Hull. Yeah, true, true, pro- true. Probably like probably Makita. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's... I Poor Taves. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Taves is good too. He's um, good. He's up Rolex, there. I just, I just think you know, Kane is number one, but... No, for sure. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, he's got, he's got a lot of time left too. Yeah. And, and he's, he doesn't look, just, just kind of like Ovechkin. He looks, he looks as good as the, the art, was it Art Ross? No. Yeah. The Art Ross here in 16, 17. And then I think another the right thing when he had all those points, like a hundred and some points. Um, 
do you mean the 15 16 year like when he oh like, yeah 15 16 my yeah, bad yeah 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 15, yeah, 16. yeah 15 yeah, yeah. 16 is like he, the year that solidified that for me yeah, yeah he looks as good as that year in my opinion like he looks just as good you yeah. know so just like Ovechkin like I just think he's getting better with age he's not slowing down I mean Ovechkin's been kind of doo-doo this year but but uh, uh, yeah you know he, him, he's he's been in and out of the lineup like like well, he's not playing too. with good players. Like he's not playing with Backstrom. He's playing with like true. I don't even know who he's playing with. Like the like the third liners or something like that. I mean, he's on both power play units, but it's kind of hard. You can't just get every single goal on the power play. But but yeah, that's yeah. that's an, for for another time. But yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Up next, we uh, we were Nate, Nate and I were kind of arguing. We were bickering about, about this a little bit. Yeah. So now I didn't say Troy Terry had the goal of the year i said potentially could be the goal of the year but i think even that is a stretch okay so <laughs> okay. anyway matt barzal oh, agree scored... to disagree here because i don't matt, <laughs> matt barzal scored a you know a pretty disgusting goal the other day between the legs goal which is funny because I, I was actually the other day i was thinking to myself i was thinking about the william carlson goal a couple of years ago against san jose yeah the in between the legs goal i was like man you know i, I know kachuk's done it a couple of times but my like, we haven't seen like a, you know legit like breakaway in between the legs going a bit yeah. and it, it, it was like a partial break for Barzal and he and I was like oh cool finally we got one because we've been seeing you know Michigan's and stuff mm-hmm. like that and it's like ah I want to see some more in between the legs stuff so I was, it was pretty cool to see that um so Nathan and I were debating about what might be the goal of the year right now I don't I, it's not Troy Terry's in my opinion but no, I think it's no. up there uh we talked about Jack Rosalfick's goal against Carolina we talked about the Barzal goal, the Troy Terry goal last night against the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, we talked uh, about McDavid's Nathan, goal against Toronto. Yeah, Nathan thinks McDavid's goal against Toronto uh, is pretty good. And then there was Oshie's goal against mm-hmm. the Penguins. Penguins. Yeah, it was Pittsburgh. Penguins. Yep. Yeah, Penguins. For me, the goal of the year right now is the Oshie goal. That's my <laughs> no, the That's goal of the year right now is the Matt Barzal goal. Okay, the, you, you, I want to hear your pitch, and then I'll give you my I pitch. will say the only reason... Again, I, I'm I'm not I'm not. I, we were talking about this earlier, but I'm not gonna take into account their the player's name or who they are or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, like that's, they could be just a random like Joe NHL, like whoever they are, and I will still say say this. I want to say that Matt Barzell's goal was is right now for me is the top one because okay. he outmuscled Ristolainen, and the reason I bring Ristolainen up is because he's massive. What is he like six? Four. Yeah, he's a big guy. Big dude, okay? Big big dude. Elt muscles him. He falls on his ass. Goes in. That was already a nice enough play. To, I think he had to race to the puck or beat him to the puck or whatever. Elt muscled him. Goes in. Goes between the legs. Scores. The only way that goal could have been better is if he didn't kind of fan on it because he. it didn't look like he meant to go along the ice. Right. But I still think, for me, that is goal of the year because I will say it's similar to McDavid's goal, remember when he scored against Dallas through the legs? Yeah. The side of the net. I will say it's similar to that because I like, Barzell, I like that one more. Really? Because Barzell, yeah. Barzell was like, he wasn't going super fast, but he was still skating. You know what I mean? Where it, I, it was, McDavid seemed quicker. That's why I liked it because it seemed yes, more skilled. Against, against Dallas. Yes, yes. It, it did. But I just think that if Barzell was just like standing still, like Kachuk does in front of the net, like, or not Brady, uh, Matthew, like when he scores against those kind of goals, I'd be like, yeah, it's a nice goal, but not goal of the year. The reason I say this one is goal of the year is because he outmuscled Ristolainen, skates in, he's still skating. And to do that right in front of the net to just like that, like the, he, the goalie had time to do like the poke check to do whatever he want, but he still was like, no, I have the balls to do this. 
and goes through the legs and scores. I think that's my goal of the year right now. My second, my second, I have changed my mind. I will say, oh, she's is probably my second. I will say, I think it goes Barcel, Oshi, and then McDavid's against Toronto. Those are my top three right now. But you put you put McDavid's over Roslevics. Oh yeah, Roslevics. Okay, no. Okay, wait, 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 wait. I gotta redo. <laughs> I gotta redo sort of really quick, really quick. Okay, I go. Okay, it goes Barzell, Roslevic, Oshi, McDavid. That's wow, okay. that's final. Okay, that's my final order right now. All right. right now. I'll give you my pitch on why I think Oji is the goal of the year. He comes on in, he dekes out Mike Matheson, which that's not really hard to do. It's Mike Matheson, but he dekes out Mike Matheson. Then he falls to the ice in Ovechkin esque style. One hand on the stick, elevates the puck on the ground. D- don't compare Oji's goal. It, it, was, it was Ovechkin esque. He's on the ground like Ovechkin. Yeah, Oji was looking at the puck. So what? He had okay, one right, hand on it. He was able to elevate. Continue. Continue. He, he fell on the ground. Use one hand to yeah. elevate the puck. He got elevation on the puck with one yeah. hand on yeah. the ground, up and over Tristan Jari for the goal, and had a nice deke before then. That's a, that's a tough play. It, uh, listen, you said to yourself anyone could die for the puck, but any but to execute it, I don't know. That's that's hard to do. Again, I, I, this is my top three. This isn't my top three. Probably going to be top five on the year. I mean, I, I can't see that many more disgusting goals being scored. It just seems like every other night now we're getting like yeah. gross goals. Yeah, we are. Um, I'm not discrediting discrediting the goal at all. I just feel like I just feel like Barzell's was better. I don't know. Okay. I guess uh, maybe maybe it's different because like I don't know. I just I guess it's subjective, right? Like some people, yeah, it is. I, yeah, it's totally yeah, subjective, but. Um, no, I, I agree. I mean, unbelievable play to elevate the puck. I thought originally, uh, the Penguins goalie, I think it was Jari. I originally thought that he, maybe he tipped it up, but mm. I watched the video a couple of times and it looks like it just literally yeah, it went looks straight like, in, yeah. but went in clean, but no, for sure. I mean, all the goals we talked about are probably goal, goalie or candidates. The one we didn't talk about is, is the Troy Terry one. We didn't really talk about it too much, Yeah, but he scored one. What was it last night? It was last night. Last night. So the sixth, um, it was a nice goal, but, but I was asking some of the guys that we've interviewed previously as well. And they all kind of were like, I mean, it's a nice goal, but Miska slides like 10 feet out of the net, you know, like you're not great goal. I was more in love with the Deke prior that he made. Yeah. It it was a, Oh, listen, it was, it was a clean goal. It was, I'll I'll use that term. It was just, and I just like that. It was backhand too. I like that. That's true. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but anyway, yeah, everyone, you know, can have their own opinion. I'm sure we'll have people in the comments saying, you know, yeah. they might throw an off the board option. You know, you could even say Suter had a great goal out or Kershev. Kershev had that great goal yeah, against Kershev Detroit. did have an one. I w- yeah. actually, you know, when that you mentioned it kind of reminds me of McDavid's, but yeah. Yeah. I, so, I still think McDavid's a little better. Maybe I'm a little biased, but no, no. Cause no, I don't think Kershev was like, I think start at the, the center ice. So, oh, I see. Yeah. But it was still, know. he still made a gross deke. So, yeah. But anyway, it's enough about that. Uh, we're going to move on to Tom Wilson. We talked about him a little bit earlier. He was suspended seven games yep. for boarding Brandon Carlo. I don't expect Connor Murphy to get seven games, uh, but I got I haven't seen the Murphy hit. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, actually, you know what? Is it, is it on YouTube somewhere? Because I'll give you I don't, a live. I don't think it is unless I missed it. I'll give you, um, I'll give you a live reaction right now if I can find it because – um, I haven't seen it, and if people are actually, no, it's it's not. Oh, it's I not see it. I see it. No, see I it got it. Okay, because I don't see it on sports. Okay, but... no, I'll turn that down. Okay, let's see this. 
Oh, that's a bad hit. That's a bad hit. I don't know, man. That's a bad hit. That's a bad. I hit. don't think. I don't think it's seven games. Bad. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let's watch this in slow mo. Let's see what it looks like in slow mo. I don't think it's seven games bad. Oh, I think, it, I, I think it looks worse in real oh. time than it does slow motion. But that's you know. Okay, so the thing is, is that Murphy really quick. I don't want to get stuck on this, but Murphy looks at him. Mm. Looks like right at his head. Not saying he was aiming for the head, right? He stayed on the ice. He didn't jump the uh, jump off the ice. No, Mar- like... Mario told me he left his feet after so. the hit. Okay. Uh, Cernak was a his. He was a little crouched, and he looks up at the last second too, so he wasn't really braced for the hit, which I think makes it a little worse. Mm. Uh, if you're asking me if it's suspendable, I'll I'll say a game. To okay. be honest, I'll say it's a game. But All but right. but but. That's a big hit, bad hit, but there, yeah, there's my reaction, my live reaction to that hit. But yeah, Wilson's was much worse, and apparently Mario, you know, Mario's a Bruins fan, so we keep talking about him like he's here. Um, but Mario's a Bruins fan, and you know, he watched the game, and I mean, I've seen the hit, obviously, I'm sure you have too, and you know, Wilson boards Carlo right, you know, just face first. It's oh, it looks so painful. Yeah, it's a brutal hit. And Mario told me that that wasn't a major. Apparently, I didn't know that. I thought it was. Mario said it was. Well, they didn't call it a major, no. And and I'm and he he even he even texted me during the game. He's like, "How is Murphy's game uh, hit a a match penalty, but Wilson's isn't even a major?" Because the refs saw the Wilson hit the other night. We're like, "Oh, we probably should call this a major because like I don't know." Yeah, the refs have been brutal this year. There's there's refing for you. So yeah, anyway, uh, Tom Wilson is a brutal hit. Carlo had to go to the hospital. I think seven games is. Uh, pretty uh, it's fair i think they could have given them anywhere from five to ten and i and it's, right it's whatever they couldn't but he, technically uh wilson isn't a repeat offender anymore because it's been so long since oh is that is incident. that actually oh. so they couldn't they couldn't give oh, him so like they didn't a, even inc- so if he was a repeat offender it could have been like 10 plus probably it it maybe been. i don't know if they would have done that okay. but they would have had yeah. that option at least yep. was where they yep. couldn't go so yeah uh, but I think that's fair. So Tom Wilson sitting in the press box for the next seven games. Mm-hmm. Uh, up next, yeah, we have a lot to talk about today. Uh, yeah, up next, gotta get through this. This is a story that I saw on Facebook. It, it is real. Like I just saw it on Facebook of all places, and I thought it was kind of funny. So uh, the Vegas Golden Knights just had a little mini series in San Jose, and on their first night there, I don't, I don't know the name of the hotel, but they were staying in a hotel, and the hotel goes bankrupt. And they're just like, you got to get out. And this was after like their pregame nap and everything. And they just wake up to like, yeah, grab your bags, like, and bring them with you to the rink today. We're, we're, we're leaving the hotel. And they're just like, okay. And so they're probably flustered and everything. And, you know, they were able to like find a new, a new hotel, but it was just funny because, you know, you would think that would be like a disadvantage. Like they're just kind of flustered, had to do a lot of moving around, but Vegas ended up winning that game five, four in overtime. So I just thought it was a funny story that, you know, they're just chilling and taking that their nap and they wake too. up and uh, yeah, the game? hotel's gone bankrupt. No, I didn't watch the game. That's no. like saying, I'm not going to watch Santa. It's a late, it's a late game, but right. If, there, right. if it's the game we're both talking about, it's the game where Reeves fought a couple times. Uh, Gabriel. Yeah. Yeah. I fought Gabriel. Uh, Couture went after, uh, went after Pacioretty. Yep. It was a good game, but yeah, no. That's yeah. funny. I didn't know that. That's a, I, did, I really didn't know that that happened. So yeah, I saw it was funny. You're just taking a nap, wake up. Yeah, hotels bank. Yeah, gotta get out. Like, We're broke. So yeah. So anyway, uh, let's see. Next up, uh, 
some more reverse retros were also debut. We talked about the Hawks, but uh, the Detroit, the Islanders, and the Sharks all wore their reverse retro jerseys for the first time. The only teams left to do it were our Anaheim and Dallas. Dallas is, they were supposed to wear those once and then their game got canceled due to weather. And then they were supposed to wear it, I think, today. I don't think they're wearing it today. So uh, I don't know when they're, I don't know when Dallas is going to wear theirs. Anaheim is scheduled for like, I think, April or something like that, or maybe the end of March. Um, not really like important news, but I decided to point it out. Uh, the Detroit is just awful. I mean, literally, it, it looks like a practice jersey. I'm, I'm sorry, Detroit. It looks like they're wearing. It looks like they're wearing duct tape. The, the I'm, silk, the I feel looks so like bad for Detroit fans. I mean, like uh, it just looks brutal. It looks brutal. Like it right. literally looks like they're away jersey, mm-hmm. but with gray like, and like it, it's right. like how is that reverse retro? That's, with a red helmet instead of a white helmet. Like, like I don't really. Uh, to be fair, I, I I don't know what they could have done exactly, but I'm sure there was. Like even you know the winter classics along their winter back. classics are so fucking good, so good, all of them, yeah. all of them, even the Centennial Classic one. Like it's okay. Yeah. So I don't know why they couldn't have done something like that, but I mean, again, whatever. It's... That's what I was hoping for. I would have definitely gotten something if yeah. they went like with the 2013 logo or the yeah. 2014, 15 logo. Yeah. Like that's. Um, so yeah, it's just bad. I, I, I wish I was kidding about this, but when I was scrolling through Facebook or Instagram, whatever it was, the night that they wore it, I scrolled past and I'm like. And it said like reverse retro night. And I'm like, well, why are they showing a picture of their, oh my God, that's actually the reverse retro. I thought that was yeah. their wages. Like I actually thought it was their way. So, um, but yeah, the Islanders one isn't bad. Uh, it's just not creative. Like I think I actually, as a Jersey itself, if it were like a normal home Jersey, if oh, like I the like Islanders the Jersey said, itself, but right. for the reverse retro purpose, it doesn't, it's right. really like, why, where's the fisherman, you know, where's, right. where's, why is it, it, you just darken the color. You just darken right. the blue. They're doing right. everything. I've seen fisherman shoes like released by the Islanders. They're putting oh. on everything besides a jersey. Yeah, they're I using, they're using I, everywhere I besides a jersey. Um, but uh, as a jersey, like if the Islanders said, "Yeah, we're going to rebrand. We're going to change the blue in our jerseys and the orange a bit, and we're just going to get rid of what we yeah. have now." And I'm like, "That'd be that'd be a sick look." And then bring back and bring back the fisherman as an alternate, and that'd be really I, cool. I, I don't like San Jose's. <laughs> oh no, no, I was going to talk about and next was San Jose's. Yeah, yeah there's absolute like garbage. It, it looks like if I was wearing like a hoodie and it like was like halfway on me. That's what uh, I see every time. I was just watching the highlights, and the commentator was like, "Uh, they they couldn't even figure out who it was." Oh yeah, yeah. In the back. Yep, like, I saw I, that. I, I think if I think someone scored in the game. Lebanc, Le, 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 Le scored a goal, and yeah. then Randy Hahn, the Sharks commentator, was like, "Marlo, Marlo." Yeah, I think like, that's oh not Marlo, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That way. So, yeah, which is that was happening with the least reverse retro too. They couldn't. Yeah, they darken. At the least numbers. they darken the numbers on that. But so and they, yeah, they actually made a change to the reverse retro, and yeah. some people are upset about it. The ones that like I'm bought glad it. I didn't buy it. Well, I mean, right, I wouldn't so, buy one, but yeah. right, no, uh, that jersey's actually gone up for me a bit. Anyway, enough jersey talk. That uh, I just we do that have to do power of... rankings though. Once everyone has worn them, we can right, do yeah. some power yep. rankings because I know you got yours going, but I don't have a full yep. list yet. But I'll, I have a uh, whole spreadsheet, man. I'm too uh, invested into this. I, I will. I will get you my list once every team has worn it. Um, because it's interesting. I'm I'm gonna be interested to see Anaheim's and Dallas's. I like the yeah. whole like Dallas kit, like the whole the yeah, white gloves good. and everything. It's, I think it'll probably look decent. Like when they first came out, I was like, nah, I hate these. But you know, I think on the ice it look better, like a lot of the jerseys. But I'm interested to see Anaheim's because I know Getzlaff hates them. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so we'll see how how it is, but. Uh, anyway, the last part of news we got here before we finally introduce our guest for today's show, Matthew Shane of the Nashville Predators is out three to five weeks, man, just Nashville, just God, you know, yeah. we know they're only untouchables apparently are Pecorine, Philip Forsberg and Ryan Ellis. 
and no wait, I might be Yossi. Yossi, not Ellis. Sorry, no, Forsberg's not sorry, Forsberg is available. It's Ellis, Yossi, Pecarine are the players that will not be available for well, any sort I of mean, pickup. Bergman said that about Subban, and then he traded Subban. But you know, okay, whatever. fair point. Fair, yeah. fair point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Nashville is just uh, you know awful. Ryan Johansson finally got his first goal of the season the other night. Duchesne hasn't been great. Yeah. Forsberg's been goals, amazing. I want to plug in oh, yeah. Jeff Skinner scored his first goal. <laughs> yep. 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 I know Skinner, we talked. We talked Skinner. about him last week, right? I think we did. Yeah. We yeah. That was yeah. Week. That was last. Yeah, week, yeah. He got his first goal. Was it yesterday? Today. It was today oh, against today. the. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. 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 They lost that game though. Taylor uh, Hall yeah. fell, fell on a breakaway. <laughs> but I mean, at least Buffalo first, right? Buffalo, Nashville. God, just I pray for you guys. Uh, yeah, Nashville has just been pretty bad, and it's yeah. kind of shocking because Forsberg has really been amazing. You know, Arvidsson isn't yeah. the same player anymore either. Uh, really, I don't know why Forsberg's available. Maybe they just want to get some huge assets or something because I, I I would do everything you can to hold on to Forsberg because yeah. he's just doing his thing. He's but, had some nice goals this year too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's been him and Yossi have just you know so. Uh, anyway, God natural. And anyway, yeah, uh, that's pretty much it for the news right now. So uh, we're going to bring on our, our guest and uh, we'll bring him on right now. All right. So we have now brought on our guest for today's episode. As you can see, there's a St. Louis blues flag in the background. I got the Hawks flags so, and I'm even wearing the blues Jersey. This just, it doesn't feel right, but, it's Jersey is pretty, pretty nasty. And honestly, you know what? The guest we have here, he's a pretty cool blues fan. Uh, you guys probably know him on Instagram as Demolish. He makes edits, occasional montage here and there. You know him, Demolish, or as we know him, Beck. Welcome to the show, man. Uh, it's, it's great to have you here and uh, pretty pumped to have you on. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here for sure. So, uh, Beck, I think, you know, just you can go into the usual, you know, tell us about yourself, you know, as much as you want to. You don't have to go too personal, uh, but just, I guess, give us a little background about yourself and, and go for it. Yeah. Um, well, I'm Beck Markarian. I, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. I actually, I was born in St. Louis, but I lived like 30 minutes outside of St. Louis in Illinois, Southern Illinois. So, um, yeah, we've always been Blues fans. My dad's been a big hockey fan since he was a little kid. He didn't get into it until like maybe close to high school, but he wanted me to get into it right away. He tried with my sister. My sister uh, never worked out. <laughs> she didn't. She's she was never too good at hockey, so uh, she stuck with dance. And she danced where I go to college at Miami University. I also play hockey here. Been playing hockey since I was three years old, and. Yeah, um, I'm proud to be here. Happy I'm at Miami. Really like the school and all that stuff. All right, it's good. Good background information. Appreciate it. Didn't have to go that personal. Probably the most personal we've heard. So <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I appreciate yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, we'll go into uh, your editing story. You know, I, you know, your demolish on Instagram. You've uh, how, how long have you been on the uh, the app for now? Uh, well, okay. So I started off. We were actually this funny story. We, it was about seventh grade. I went to visit my sister at college and we go down to Cincinnati, which is about 45 minutes away from Miami. Um, and we go down to Cincinnati and we we're at, I believe it is a regional tournament for the NCAA. So we saw, I believe Colgate, North Dakota, 
a couple other teams. Um, she introduced me to Vine while we were at one of the games. And ever since then, I, uh, which was back in what, 2012, 2013, when it first really, um, I guess, came out. Um, yeah, she introduced me to that and I made some edits. I had two pretty big accounts. I had a few accounts, just like personal and like trick shot accounts, but that never blew up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I had one account that had 50,000 on there. It's like literally called wow. Hockey Highlights, which is like one of the like 30 different accounts named Hockey Highlights on there. So it's hard to decipher which one's which, but um, I was mainly on my demolish tm trademark um yeah i followed that. like 11 I, yeah <laughs> which I had like eleven thousand, i believe um sure. until vine uh was shut down okay everyone and, uh, gets everyone starts with vine eh? seems like colin mario not so much because you know he's a he's a young guy uh <laughs> but everyone else everyone else it seems like vine was like the the gateway to like editing you know yeah, it's like it was one of the first things that really showed off all these hockey highlights had like six second videos, stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I got into it with that and then moved on to Instagram back when Vine shut down. And I don't have a big following on Instagram. I never really tried growing it back on Vine. I thought Vine was going to be there forever, but mm. um, it wasn't. So and I, I don't really care. I mean, I just do it for fun, maybe a potential job, but. I'm looking to be a dentist in the future, so it's really not that big of a deal. Did not know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, this guy, look at this guy. Of course, he's got <laughs> oh like, the, the, perfect, the, the perfect smile. Just, no, I, just, I have a one, one messed up tooth. <laughs> I, did, I just don't wear my Invisalign. That's it. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. I mean, I wish I wish I gotten into Vine. Like, I, I had Vine, but I, I wasn't, like, big into hockey at that time, unfortunately. Um, you know, I grew up playing baseball. But I, I wish, like, I started – I made Vines, like, for ho- when I started getting into hockey, and it, they were not very good. Um, but I, I know that's where pretty much everyone gets their start. And yeah, uh, i got to start somewhere. Right. Yeah. Where does the name Demolish come from? <laughs> so, I don't know, really. <laughs> I just thought – I literally – I think I searched up, like, hockey terms or whatever. Oh, no. And it was ba- – yeah. It was back when um, – if you find like a rare, like one worded, like hockey terminology um, and no, like nobody used it, then you just take it. And then, so I just chose demolish. I don't know. There's really no, that's really the whole backstory behind it. There's, I had like my Instagram started off, I believe it was like triple A productions. And then I've changed it to D M O L I S H. So demolish. So, okay. Yeah. And I know you used to, you used to make YouTube montages too, which I I love those. Yeah. I think that's actually where I discovered I would, it was YouTube. Yeah, so I was like, I kind I bit the bullet. I uh, I made a YouTube video from all Vimeo clips, and I exposed all of those. And everyone gave me clout oh. from it. Everyone <laughs> tagged me on Vine, saying that they use my clips and that everything like that. So I kind of ruined that. I'll. I'll Oh, was Vimeo that, not like but... no one knew about Vimeo at the time or something or what? No one knew about Vimeo at the oh, time. Okay. And okay. I exposed all... well, I never gave them the clips, but or I never told them it was on Vimeo, but 
I put them in my YouTube and didn't make the watermark that big. So, uh, but yeah, I haven't I'm made a YouTube brutal. video in so long. They're, they're so tough, dude. They're so tough to make. I don't it's a lot of work, you. especially with like me as an editor rather than a montage. Guy, right. So. Yeah, yeah I, I remember there was when uh, Undefined used those clips too. There was like mm-hmm. a it was like a season recap video, and there was like a couple sick Terra single clips. But I didn't. I found them on my own because I just like I I had Vimeo and I like I knew about like some other clips on there, and I'm like, you know what? Maybe those blue ones are on there. So I just typed in St. Louis Blues and I found them, and I thought I was so yeah. cool. I was like, oh wait, like everyone has these. What's wrong with me? But yeah, uh, yeah no, I, I love those YouTube videos. That's where I discovered you. Uh, and just you man you know i wish you'd post more because you're just super talented and uh, yeah there's oh. that kane berserk video oh i did i i just want to say really quick i in my humble opinion i think that editing is 10 times harder than making oh yeah 100%, 100%. Like, i don't think it's a question i don't think it's like you can even argue that but i mean just just my uh i don't know i think <laughs> editing does it is really hard i taught myself everything too so yeah I like had to learn all of the things in After Effects and I actually used Final Cut Pro back on Vine, but I used all the, I had to figure everything out. It was, I mean, my, my Vines were actually pretty good to start off to be fair. Cause I just have extreme OCD to where if something's just off, then I have to redo it or remake or anything okay. like that. So, um, so yeah, my, I started off pretty well to be quite honest for um, like back in 2013, um but i i would say montages it's hard to flow clips like when i try to make them it's kind of annoying and and with me like i said with my ocd if i were to if it's not like on a beat too yeah then i just can't do it and i give props to like diamond i give props to all the guys like jewel nathan matt you you kind of stay away from it now yeah you used to flow a little bit but yeah. now you just say you just now say, i now i just like have, then, i have i have other shit to be doing I, yeah, I, yeah no it, you know. just, we're we're all too busy at this yeah, point now, right but right. but i mean you do what you love so it's really not that big of a deal if as long as you enjoy it so yeah editing editing a video it takes like maybe six to ten hours for me yeah, of just grinding straight yeah and i don't like looking for clips that's why i would never get into montages and stuff like that yeah i just i can't do that but um uh, that's why i give like i give the edge to editing for sure but i have so much respect for the guys who make very good montages because that is very hard and i think finding clips is just so annoying for me yeah and i just i just couldn't do it like i think mario who was on last week i believe he he just puts like a puck down on his uh, uh yep. down arrow and he just yep. scrolls down all the way to facebook and i just i, I, I can't do I that mean, I smart time it's I smart time. i just i don't know where to look i don't really care enough to look yeah so yeah i mean i give props to all those guys so yeah uh, if you could do us a favor well i mean we know but for the the outside average viewer who doesn't really know because they when you take when you say editing they'll be like well montage or editing can you tell us like, the difference between like what it is to be an editor versus a montage maker yeah so i would say the big thing about editing is really oh it's kind of hard to describe i think editing i mask if hopefully people watching this will ma- know what mask means like i like i don't know 
Create you an outline out, of the player. You cut out the player, like, frame yeah, by frame sometimes? Yeah, I cut out the player frame by frame. There's, like, a tool called Roto Blush, Roto Brush in After Effects. And I'll just, like, paint it, essentially. Paint the outline of the player. And um, I'll put effects on it, like like lasers kind of it's it's kind of dire but like if you know editing then you'll understand but like a fire outline let's just say around the player or stuff like that or like screen pumps rather than just like nothing at all um Mm, yeah shakes stuff like that so that's really the best i can kind of describe it and syncing is different in editing terms as it is in montages syncing is more like I don't know. I can't really describe it too well, but I, um, I know what you mean though. It's yeah, like, it's like yeah. in, in like an actual edits versus montages, like edits, you're syncing it to like the beat. Right. Whereas in montages, you don't actually have to, you don't have to, it's not like you have to split the clip every single beat. Right. Whereas I feel like in, in, in actual edits and like the ones that you make, it, like if you, if you miss a beat, like you don't put the screen pump, then it looks stupid. Like, you know what I mean? Like you kind of have to, have it there but yeah no it's yeah. kind of hard to explain for people that don't know everything about or that haven't edited or don't know too much about it it's hard to explain but um yeah yeah i mean if you're confused i guess you just shameless plug have, might have to stop by uh at demolish on instagram you know yeah <laughs> yeah just go watch his videos and go watch uh minor mats <laughs> and, then, and then you'll see the difference no right. but i get the thing with editing is that i'll i'll have a, a lot of uh a lot of motivation like for a week i'll make like three or four and then i'll just stop for like two months or something yeah. like that yeah, yeah so. same, same, that seems to be very common i think with age too we're just getting yeah older, we just yeah I'm, been... I'm unrelatable for matt because well you see and see i'm trying to i'm still trying to post like daily to like every other day and that's kind of like when beck was saying like, you kind of like give up and that's like i'm like he's not wrong like i am just trying to, i'm trying to post daily it's not i'm not trying to post like i'm not trying to shit post but yeah, yeah, right. So as if his were all good all the time. But like, I'm not trying to shit post, but I'm not like I'm definitely not editing to my potential. Yeah. Well, you've been I just, flowing clips a little bit recently, it seems yeah, like. Well, because I've been able to get the angles that I want. Oh, and I'll be okay. like, and now I have these angles. But yeah, so uh, but yeah, no, like I, I totally agree with like Beck. It's you know, it's definitely he has res- he has a respect for montages, but I, I think Nathan and I probably think it's harder oh, for, editor, for, sure for editors. It is. Like, I'm yeah. not going, I'm not going to go into like time warp or whatever the heck I used to use or like yeah. <laughs> time remap, like screw that. I'm fucking doing that. But, and I tried yeah, it too. And a lot of people have tried it, but they don't understand it. But I genuinely think it's probably the easiest thing about editing. Just like, it's more just like it, having, sure. yeah, you, you'll get the hang of it, but you just have to have the knowledge on like when to put a certain like let's just say move or shot at a certain beat so mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's kind of hard for some people to think of that but um right i don't know i just have i mean diamond was just he would post consistently and great montages like 90 percent of the time so it's it's crazy i i he was he was starting to get big on vine when uh we created the hockey squad, which I don't know if we oh, want to really get into it. Is. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so who's in that? We had like, was that head up hockey? Here? No, head up hockey wasn't. Oh. He was in like the minor hockey squad or whatever. Oh, okay. Um, but 
I think the guys in there, so it started off with like around eight guys. Some guys quit. It was like best of Chell. Yeah. Uh, yeah me, yeah. Chell, Ed's Vine, Keegan. Um, I'm sure people watching this will have no idea what we're talking about, but I mean, yeah, like, no. just, just people on yeah. Vine that There's were like OGs a lot of, in the community. Yeah, we're right? like the, we're like the OGs essentially. So I guess I have that feat to my name, which is mm-hmm. kind of not cool, a big deal, kind of nerdy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, no, I I had, and that kind of like grew the whole like community too, because they would they all like tried to get into this uh, squad, and actually like we did like a breast cancer awareness thing, and people donated. That's pretty like, cool. They don't. Uh, we got like three hundred dollars. We just gave it to. Wow. breast cancer that's awesome i didn't even know so, you did that. that's awesome yeah it was like yeah i post if you go on my old vine page you, good guy back you'll here. see <laughs> i didn't come up with the idea but that's yeah. like one of like the main guys Still but, part of it though yeah 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 no <clears throat> excuse me um no i feel i feel bad i don't remember a lot of the guys i just i don't know i mean it's, dude I keep in mind that, like but, it's what is this like it was Six, like seven years ago, four, five years ago. Yeah, four, four or five, five years, years ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <clears throat> gosh, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, I, I do feel bad, but I mean, what, what can I do? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's been, it's been a while. But actually, one of the guys who, this is funny, Nathan. I'm not sure if you know this. One of the guys <laughs> who first uh, reached out for a promo from me, mm-hmm. um, it was, uh, I believe, Selly Hard Hockey. Okay. Who's now sniped VFX? Okay, yeah, yep. and he gave me a fifteen dollar iTunes gift card. Yeah, and then he <laughs> he gives me a fifteen dollar iTunes gift card, and he Whoa. tells me, "Yo, here's this." Um, I, I can't quote him on it; it's so long. But he's like, "I'm going to the OHL draft this year, <laughs> and so you better hold on to this or." uh whatever oh my god look at this guy <laughs> and um i think he got taken like third round to niagara um my good buddy uh steven so steve if you're yeah. watching this uh i'm not i <laughs> yeah. never asked you if i should uh say that on here so if you're pissed um sorry yeah well it's okay <laughs> we'll 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 we'll, we'll sure to link him the the pod after and see what he says <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh geez. Uh, what else do you guys want to talk about? I was gonna say oh. we could transition oh. to Go sorry, ahead. Matt. Yeah, I was gonna say we could transition to like what it's like to if you want to talk about what it's like to play hockey at Miami. I know yeah. you're not the D on the D one yeah, team, no, but no, you know just, I'm not good. <laughs> yeah. But no, so I played hockey high level double A to and we play a lot of triple A teams there. I actually was in a league based out of uh, Chicago at the time. So I'd go up to Chicago every other weekend essentially. And met some of my good friends from there. Um, my best friend, who's at Bentley University, playing D1 there. Uh, we were on the same team for about like three straight years or whatever. Um, and then we all, and then he moved up to like a higher level team. And then uh, I quit club my sophomore year in high school, and just played high school hockey for Shamanon uh, in St. Louis, which has Ben Bishop, Brady and Matthew Kachuk, um, Paul Stasny, Jan Stasny, and a few other guys who are playing professional. So it's pretty good school, even though we don't have any state titles, we couldn't finish, but um, <laughs> Nathan's, do- Nathan. Nathan's doing 
we're we're in the ghoul dock here. He's trying to make right, me laugh. Sorry. I can't Never mind. I'm sorry, I wasn't laughing at you, but I continue. continue. No, he's not. Um, oh, but yeah, no. So I I just played high school hockey for four years. Um, play and um, just was like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nathan is so immature, man. <laughs> just typing stuff in the Google Doc while we're trying no. to ask you here. You had to walk away. Oh my god. <laughs> no worries, but this um... is this is this is a hockey podcast at its at its finest here. Oh my god. Okay, continue back. I'm sorry. All right, Nathan, you good? Yeah, I'm fine. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so some of my friends went the junior routes after high school, and I'm just I just wanted to go to college because I'll be in college for potentially ten years with dental school and stuff like that. Um, so I just want to get out of the way, be pretty somewhat young by the time I get a job. So um, I do I do regret that though. I kind of wish I played juniors um, because I just want to play hockey as long as I can. And <clears throat> Jesus. And, um, but I mean, hockey here is awesome. Uh, I made the team last year. I played uh, ACHA. So it's just like club hockey for college. And I just met like some of my best friends on the team. It's a lot of fun. You go on trips almost every weekend, play every weekend, just like the D1 teams because you can't really play during the school year because you have classes and stuff like that. So um, we travel up to Michigan. We actually had a trip to Florida last year. We were going to have a trip to Florida this year, but COVID shut that down. Um, And yeah, so, I mean, it's a lot of fun. It's really just like the work hard, but party harder type of thing. Like we go out to the bars a lot right after our games. Yeah, I've noticed. (laughs) So it's kind of of a beer league, but it's very competitive. Like I know uh, Keegan, he uh, gives me crap about it, being a beer league and all that, but um, it's pretty competitive. I'm in the same boat. So it's a lot of fun. I mean, I wish you I could be too, half, half as good as you. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, mean I've, I just got finally got my first pair of ice skates this, this winter and I can skate. I've been able to skate my entire life, but I've never even owned a pair of ice skates until this yeah. winter. And I've been playing a lot on the ODR, but you know, and it's weird because I'll have people come up to me at the ODR and they're like, what league you in, man? I'm like, you actually think I'm good? Cause <laughs> I don't know what's scary. Like oh you thinking I'm good or like, or like, I mean, I've never seen you, so I can't. Uh, I can't it's just you. like because I think these guys. Is that not are a good. compliment? That's a compliment, though. Well, it is, but like these, the guys that come up to me, I'm like, they're the ones that have been out there buzzing, and I'm like, you, you think I'm good? Like, I thought you well, were. Maybe, like, maybe, maybe they just. Maybe they're chirping you. Yeah, maybe. maybe <laughs> I, it, like... didn't, it doesn't. No, it didn't. Like I can tell. Like oh. I can tell I'm being okay, chirping. Okay. It didn't. It didn't feel like that. But, uh, no, I, I wish I was half as good as you, Beck. So it's, and it's cool that you get to do it at a you know at a, at a, a big school and yeah i get to play on the d1 ice all the time so it's right it's, it's pretty serious. i'm really happy to be there for sure i i know um i want to go to miami after visiting my sister at school back when she was a freshman i would i would see all the guys going up going to the bars back in when i was like 12 or 13 they're all wearing hockey jerseys and it was just i was just like oh this is sick i want to go here one day and right i'm glad i'm here so it's awesome how That's it's crazy how that works cool. so yeah yeah i wish man Maybe another <laughs> life, but uh, all right. So, Beck, I, I appreciate all the uh, personality that you brought to this one. Definitely the most personal, uh, but we'll get back into the NHL now. And uh, I'm yeah, sure yeah. something you want to talk about. Jordan Bennington this past <laughs> week yeah. absolutely yeah. lost his fucking marbles. And I just want to get the perspective from a Blues fan. Yeah. So, 
whenever he did that, the Blues have been in a in a rut. Like we couldn't finish hockey games, or no, we could actually. We have the most six on five goals in the NHL, but we would just go fifty eight minutes, do just play like crap, and then we'll somehow make it a one or two goal game. Whenever like it's we're on the six on five, it's crazy. But I just you know we've been dealing with injuries. I actually have this pulled up right here. We've had um, prepared. Look at that. Yeah, yeah, crazy. <laughs> um, we've had Tarasenko, which like was obvious. He got injured last year in the bubble. He didn't look himself. So yeah, that uh, that sucks. I'm glad he came back yesterday. Um, Tarasenko, Schwartz, Thomas, Pareko, Gunnarsson, Jacob Dale, Rose, Sunquist, Bozak, Barbashev, Scandella, Krug, Blay. Blay was a so half your team game. basically. Yeah, so Blay got injured for a couple games and then got a false uh positive covid test and then we our bottom six now has like dakota joshua who's who he scored his first goal as a in his first game which is awesome rooting for him for sure but you know he's not he's not supposed to be on this team um then we got nathan walker who actually surprises me every time he gets called up and then mackenzie mckechran in our bottom six which it's not bad but that's that's a good thing about having depth for uh, a contending team. Isn't if, uh, isn't Tarasenko coming back soon, or is he back? He, he yeah, he played back. last night. Oh, did he? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So there, a lot of the guys who I said there, they they're back, but mm. they missed like three games, and it kind of yeah. just ruined things. Kind of. We had um, within the last nine games, we've gotten eight injuries, and it's. It just we've been we hit the injury bug hard this year, so we couldn't like find a rhythm. We haven't been playing good. Um, so I think what Bennington did that night, yeah, he was pissed at himself because he didn't play well, but he's also bringing a spark to the team because what was it like three one maybe three zero after the first, and you guys won that game, no? Yeah, it was the seven to six game. Yeah. It was crazy. I was I I was pissed that we won, but you know, a win's a win. But no, so I think he was showing heart there. A lot of people will say he's a crybaby, which I don't really agree with. Like, yeah, he was probably pissed that he didn't do well, but he's trying to like get the team fired up, kinda like what I, well, I know you were saying to me that he seems like he's the only one who cares. Like the rest of the team yeah. was just kind of like whatever. So when he did that and like, you know, threw fake punches at Carlson, I'm sure the rest of the team was like, Holy shit, he's he's mad. We should probably step yeah. it up. So I feel like. Yeah. And the good thing is Billy Huso, who had a rough couple of games to start the year. Um, he's been doing really well. I think he won his last three games that he started. So we were, we had a four game win streak. Um, and then we lost last night in overtime, but we shouldn't have won that game anyway. So um, yeah, no, like we've, it, it does suck with injuries. I thought Tarasenko coming back last night was really good. He looked pretty solid. He almost finished in overtime. He almost yeah. got to go in overtime, but he whiffed on it or lost the puck, whatever. Yeah. They but can't really can't really blame the guys. We didn't deserve that point, but whatever. We're happy to get the point. So Okay. Um, speaking of overtime, you know, Mike Hoffman just had an OT win the other night, and I figured yeah. you know, I was Nathan ask him. I was just yeah. gonna ask back. Yeah, go him. ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say, what are your thoughts on uh, a Hoff Daddy this year and how he's been? Like, I mean, he's been okay. Nathan, yeah, no, I want to clarify too. Like, Hoffman is uh, Mike. Mike Hoffman is my favorite player. If people don't know that, um, <laughs> I will. 
if you follow me on Instagram, I will be posting the blues jersey that I get in the mail whenever it shows up. But uh, no, I'm a Hoffman's my favorite. Plug. Ho- yeah, yeah, I know. Hoffman's my uh, favorite player. So, just something. Um, yeah, no, I think Hoffman's been. He's been. He's been okay. He's gotten third line minutes though, because Cairo, who's been a big surprise for me, even though like I knew he would have a breakout year at some point, but not this year. Um, not with this team, because I thought he'd be like a bottom six well yeah third line second line guy but ever since a few of the guys got injured he's been doing really well he's moved up to our first line and that kind of like that kind of screws over Hoffman because he was supposed to fill that spot this year that's why we got him but um but yeah he's been playing third line he hasn't been bad he's gotten better as a played so well I know the first I know the first bit he wasn't great but, uh, yeah, no, he wasn't too good. The but first he picked up an overtime winner the other night, didn't he, against LA? Or yes. last night or two nights ago or something like that? But Yeah, a couple of nights yeah. ago. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, he's been doing well. I think he has like a three-game point streak, three or four-game point streak. So okay. yeah, yeah. it's nice to see, but it's not like the Hoffman that we were used to on Florida and the Senators. Yeah. But we have that depth, so it's nice. I mean, I mean, it's that. I think I on the Panthers and on the Sens, he was playing like, not to steal your spotlight here, but I feel like he was playing like, top two lines like he'd either be on the first line or the second line and he was getting a little like more minutes than he is now on the blues i'm not I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve the minutes just you guys have an unreal no, team no so, yeah we yeah. uh so that that schwartz and Cairo line hit it off like right off the bat they had a lot of chemistry yeah so that kind of screwed over hoffman and then o'reilly peron and sanford have played well in the past so it is uh, – it's unfortunate. But, I mean, Ro- I was expecting Robert Thomas to slot up in the top six somewhere. He's been but disappointing a little bit, eh? Well, he's injured. Oh, is he injured too? Oh, man. Yeah. I, so – but was he it – He was disappointed for a few games. Yeah. But I think he's our best player whenever he's, like, on the ball. And Kairou yeah, is starting to yeah. take that spotlight away from him. So – which I'm not, I'm not opposed to for sure. So – I think overall he'll be a good two-way uh, center in the NHL, but he just needs to find his scoring touch because he he literally has like less than a seven percent shot percentage, I believe. Don't quote me on that, but he needs to shoot more. He has like seventy shots a year, so that's not going to cut it for him. But he's a great passer; like he has great vision. So that's really it about the Blues. I mean, yeah. it's really not much like. We're in the not so good division. We're not doing well. Like we've done better as of late. We've somehow mm-hmm. squeaked out some wins, but they're also against Anaheim, Kings, and Sharks. Yeah. We haven't really played Minnesota, Avs, or Vegas too much. So yeah, we'll see how we compare to them once. Uh, once, once. Well, we got delayed with COVID. With uh, and we played the Coyotes in a seven-game series. That was not fun. Oh yeah. They always have that our number. Bad. It's that like a little playoff series there. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have oh. our number, and that kind of gave us the most injuries too. That kind yeah. of screwed screwed us over. Yeah, the most, Keller but... Keller dominated you guys. That that he always that plays series. well against the Blues. I don't understand. It's crazy. I I call it all every single game. I'm like Keller's gonna do well. I mean, it's yeah. his hometown. Yeah, that's true. one thing. True. But yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah. I I didn't I don't like playing the Coyotes. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, back. That was some good stuff. I just, uh, I think, I think it's about time to wrap up the podcast. But I wanted to ask, just to finish up, you know, I just want to ask about your favorite players. You know, it could be current, 
uh, could be former players. Just who, who do you follow around the league? Yeah. Um, so back when I was first getting into hockey, um, Crosby got drafted and he was immediately my favorite player. Cause like, you know, he's this generational talent coming up and I've always loved Crosby. I hate all this Crosby slander all around Twitter for years and years. I just hate it. I mean, I don't hate Ovechkin. It's not like that, right. Not that intense of me liking Crosby, but the guy's done so much in his career. You can't help but just respect him and just love his work ethic and stuff like that. Um, I, I've gone out of it. I don't buy Crosby jerseys anymore. I wish I had like the jersey first wore as a rookie. I wish I had that, like the kind of gold triangular trim around there. I wish I had that still or the winter classic in 2011. Not the one in Buffalo. So I, oh, okay. I yeah, I just like the Navy with the blue. I think that whole jersey. Is yeah, that, that was a nice jersey. Yeah. But I like, I like um, the, I like the 2009 yeah. one more, but nah. No, 2001, two, 2009 one's great, but I just I don't really I I like the I don't I don't yeah I don't like the baby if that if that, if that is the year. 2011 was when he got injured, correct? Yeah, in the outdoor game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In that game, yeah. the caps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I whenever I was like getting older, um, I hate to say it, but. I really like started buying a lot of Bauer gear because of Patrick Kane. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and then, and I lost my love for him when, uh, well, not, it was like after the cops. So like, it doesn't really matter. I lost his love, my love for him during Vine. Cause everyone would just oh, yeah. praise Kane so much, post Kane so much, talk about how good he is. I like that. Great player, but I don't need to hear it every other post or see a post every other post so that kind of just made me just annoyed with it i it's gotten a little better it's starting to get even worse now that he's doing very well and up for the heart should be up for the heart this year yeah you're welcome mario (laughs) but um yeah no and now i i like pasternak i like matthews i like eiffel all those guys great players but i don't have like the um I don't have that uh, like childhood hero love for all those guys now. I love Robert Thomas. He's my favorite blue. I don't like Tarasenko to be quite honest. I really? he doesn't he doesn't try and that sucks. But I'm so hard on him because I've seen how good he has been in the well, past, and he hasn't been that. But he's had so many injuries though, you know. Like it was before. It's even before the injuries too, man. Like he won't like work hard he has no. like back when he first entered the league he would just go on these crazy rushes like he had that one-handed goal against new york which and then he had one-handed goal i think that same year but in playoffs against yeah, um, the wild yeah. and you know you see how hard he used to work and now he's just like lacks of lack of days ago in the zone stuff like that and i'm just like oh i just i can't I can't do this. O'Reilly, I love. He grinds. Um, he works hard. Um, great trade. Great, great trade. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I I say Rob Tom's definitely my favorite. Preco's pretty solid. It sucks losing Petro, but, oh, yeah. I mean, we did get Krug and Hoffman for that. 
I actually had some insider prior to this um, that the only reason why Petra didn't sign with the Blues was because we signed Krug before him. And that, that, does, that did suck seeing that because I got a text from my buddy who uh, um, he has people in the Blues organization who tells him all this stuff. But um, he got a text from that and he sent it to me and I'm just like, oh, that sucks because he would have stayed. But damn, it is what it is. I mean, I think we're paying um, Krug like 1.5 million less than what Petro would have signed with the Blues for, and I think he's like 8.7 in Vegas. I could be wrong. Not sure. Something like that, yeah. So around that. And it's about the same amount of years, too, for the two. So it doesn't really bother me that much. It is nice to have, like, a power play quarterback, even though we have Prunovich coming up soon. But, um, but yeah, to really answer your question, my favorite Blue is definitely uh, Robert Thomas. And I have to – if I have to choose, like, one of my favorites, I just love – Matthews all around. I think he has uh, today at my uh, at our game. I wore uh, the outfit he wore with the uh, Raptors jersey. Oh, okay. oh my! Stuff like I wore that. <laughs> I mimicked him there. I told but, you to go uh, suit and tie, man. Come on. Yeah, co- with COVID regulations, we can only get there like twenty five minutes before the game, so oh, I'm not yeah. changing out. Yeah, yeah, yeah like true, 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 fair, fair. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. So I'd say Matthews just his all around style and just how he's just like he just seems so chill uh and like one of the boys kind of so yeah. i kind of i do like that but yeah i do like eichel too um buffalo i'm sure you guys have covered this uh either today or previous podcast not looking too good but no, no, yeah. we talked about it a little bit today but yeah but i do feel bad i hope eichel does get traded but i also yeah. hope he could stay with the Sabres and help rebuild, but it's not looking likely now. No. So, no. but yeah, no, it's really, those are my favorites. I mean, Keller is great. Like I don't, I don't mind them. Uh, we actually grew up like 15 minutes away from each other. We are like kind of family friends. So okay. um, it's casual. Name yeah, drop. I, yeah. I support, I was at uh, his first game um, whenever he got, whenever he left BU to play uh, against the blues that first game. So, yeah, I mean, it was great uh, to see him there. And there's a lot of St. Louis guys in that draft class. Trent Frederick's actually come up. Uh, I think that guy is such a, such a beauty um, dude. I met him at uh, a hockey camp I worked at and he was like the most genuine guy. So I'll support him until the yeah. day he retires. So it's, it's great. Um, it, that's really it. I mean, nothing really too much. Nothing, no shockers, I would say. No surprises. All right. Minus Robert okay, Thomas, I'm, because nobody I'm really knows. The, <laughs> I'm looking at the Matthews Raptors uh, outfit. I'm, Becca is the only person I know that can actually pull that off. Yeah, I don't not, think anybody else. Yeah. Oh, you guys, you guys make me blush. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, I actually do. I have one more question for Becca, and I'm probably going to yeah. ask this for every guest we have come on, but I want to get your opinion on the reverse retro. For the blues oh, yeah, yeah. and if it's a, if it's your favorite that they're wearing right now like what's your favorite that they have right now uh the one that you're wearing matt and the one that all right so that's the right answer the retro the retro yeah. i i did like the heritage but i mean we got so many better options now um i think for the winter classic that we were supposed to have this year um against the wild i think we were going to do that heritage one the baby blue 
mm -hmm. like with cream and then right. the baby blue i think that would have looked really cool but yeah i yeah i don't mind the reverse retro it's like it's hard to get used to it i thought bennington's setup with that was so clean oh yeah it was nice but yeah. it's just it's so weird to wear like it's cool i do like it but it's just not the blues and like yeah that's the whole thing with the reverse retros but I, I I'm open to it. I'm open to all this stuff. Minus like the trumpet jersey that they came out with, like in the or late eighties. Yeah, that's a yeah. tough one. Yeah. yeah, that was a tough one. Although my roommate uh, last year had one, and uh, oh brutal. It was actually really. It's cool now because right. you know, it's like those old vintage jerseys that like didn't work out. Excuse me. Right. Um, they're now like the most like wanted exactly. uh, jersey. So yeah. yeah, I mean it's. Yeah, it's been pretty cool. I mean, I don't, I don't mind the reverse retros for sure, but yeah, um, I definitely like the retros more than that, the yeah. blue retros. I agree with you on that, and like in the sense of like the old jerseys are the ones that are like sought after, like the fishermen that they won't bring back. Mm -hmm. I, I kind of yeah. want to see if Montreal could bring back the barber pole ones. Like, I oh, want to see what that. Could, I want to see what that pants could look and like. gloves. I would say with like blue or right. red pants or gloves. Mm -hmm. than, um, I want to see the Kings brown. try the Burger King jersey if they can do that. Oh like, no, yeah. that one's horrible. Yeah, yeah, I think I might horrible. be the only one that actually likes the Vancouver Canucks jerseys. Which was the reverse retros? Yeah, yeah. Those have grown on me. Yeah, they're not. I kind of like them. The especially their like whole um, like style with uh, the like green. They wear them on the out. Uh, whenever they wear them on the ice, um, I think it looks really clean. I yeah, do. Awesome, do. Yeah, I do. Oh, I just hate how some teams are just don't even wear the same gloves, same colored gloves. Like, well, like the Coyotes Yokes wearing their Coyotes weren't. Yeah, no, I, I like hate they have that. purple. The jerseys are purple, right? And then their gloves are the like same you, as the home yeah. set. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, like if they just they just change it to purple, like they, if they just had a purple like cup or whatever. Yeah, it, it would make it look so much better. But yeah, wasted opportunity. In a lot of those. The Rangers, Lady Liberties are like royal blue gloves like they're normal gloves like yeah that, but it just yeah. i just right. i don't like there are a lot of teams that have done it like the lightning um with the gray cuff on their black gloves just it's just lazy and i hate that yeah because right? a lot of teams could do so much better and yeah i mean that's not it's kind of a hot take but no i no, think I, a lot i, agree, I, agree I think that. i agree yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's so. the thing for most of the reverse retros. Like a lot of them just look they look so much better once we finally saw them on the ice. Mm -hmm. Um so I I think and some and of like, them look even worse. Yeah, some yeah, with Detroit. Yeah. I mean, we we already knew it was gonna be bad, but but uh but yeah, no, I think that's uh I think that's everything I wanted to ask back. Nathan, you uh you have anything you want to ask him? No, I just uh, appreciate him coming on, you know, talking to him. Uh Beck, if you have anything you want to say or if you want to chirp anybody, now's your time. Yeah, yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness i could go on for days on people who i want to chirp but i just want to talk i just want to chirp keegan okay to, well not really chirp it's not a chirp but um i'm i'm so i'm born on the same day as keegan october 6 2000 and uh kid kid always tries to tell me that i'm an 01 or whatever it's just it's like <laughs> It's like Keegan. I mean, I, I'm older than you by like an hour because I was born, uh, I believe, like six twenty 
ish. Dude, might as well, um, you might as well get Central time. Well, get he's your, born at, he's <laughs> born you might as well your SIN number at this point. Dude, you tell people the exact minute you were born, but okay. Well, I, I, yeah, I'm getting too personal at this point. But <laughs> he was born around like six, but uh, whatever, Pacific, whatever that is. Or mountain time? No, mountain time, I'm pretty sure. Whatever. And so I'm older. So, Keegan, shove it up your hoop, bud. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess that's all we have for today. I think this was, I say this like every time that, you know, I think we had a long episode, but I, I think today we, we had a pretty yeah. decently sized episode. Yeah, so we had a lot to talk about too, right? Yeah. Yeah. A lot this week. Um, but uh, again, Beck, thank you for coming on. It was a pleasure. Great interview. Hopefully we have you on again at some point. Yeah. Love yeah, I'd to love have to be on. on with uh, Keegan. So yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> think about it. Um, yeah, but, but yeah. thanks for having me for sure. It yeah. was fun. So uh, everyone, uh, you know, thank you so much for tuning in. Support has been great. And uh, we're going to keep going for one a week. So that has been episode four of the Clap Bomb Podcast. We'll see you next week for episode five. Take care, guys. See ya.